and calling you followers. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to your business in digital. Super excited to be here on this amazing Monday, March 27th, where we are talking about SEO. So excited to have you guys here. And I want to give a special shout out to all our new followers across YouTube, across LinkedIn, wherever you guys are following us. Super excited that you're joining us and hopefully you're getting something out of it. So let's kick into the intro and then we'll get started. <laughs> So good morning. Good morning, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I love it when we're here together. Ah, so quick recap. Last week, we talked a lot about websites, right? And it was such a good conversation. You know, I'm going to run around the room. So Andrea, what did you think about the website conversation last last week? And, you know, welcome to the show this morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited to be here. Welcome, everyone, to the show. Welcome to all new followers. We're so happy that you've decided to follow us and join us last week's show was really interesting because you know website is such a I don't know it's such a it's such a hot topic for entrepreneurs because it's it's some people do it some people don't you know some people just you know depend on their social media so having that website conversation I think was really impactful and really important for business owners to understand you know how important it is and then you know we gave them those tips that they could at least start to try to implement most people, I would say probably the majority of business owners, they probably have some website, but they're not really maximizing it to the potential. So I think it was really, I really enjoyed the conversation last week. Awesome. 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 Welcome, Michelle. How are you? What's your talk? What are you, your thoughts on the recap last week when we talked about websites? Uh, as Andrew said, welcome to our community. We're so happy to be here again. This is now week two for us and on different platforms. So join us in the other places as well. Hit us up on YouTube, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, because we want to be where you are and we know you're in those places as well. Um, my opinion on last week, I think my takeaway in co combination with our hot topics is that own, own your information. Have your website, if you don't have one, get one, to be your home place because it's yours and it allows you to have the lowest cost of doing business and regardless of what's going on in these crazy interweb streets you're able to bring your consumer uh, back to where you want them to be and own the conversation and develop your relationship with them at your home site so invest in it take a look at it make sure that you are able to survive despite all of the things that are going on in any particular social media or other avenue, third-party place outside of your business. Awesome, awesome. Michael, mm -hmm. welcome. Happy Monday. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. So last week, worthwhile conversation, you know, worth having every so often because I think many businesses have, you know, done their website and walked away, right? And your website at the end of the day, aside from the things Michelle just said, you know, it's a performing asset. It's supposed to perform for you. It's not supposed to just look pretty. So definitely some good thoughts to think about. I think um, you should be looking at, you know, what's your ongoing business of upkeeping that website? Because there are definitely gains down the road. 
and it's all toward keeping your business alive. Oh, all right. I love that. So some quick, 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 quick stuff right here. So guys, we want you guys to subscribe. We want you to subscribe on YouTube, right? Check us out on LinkedIn. We're broadcasting across live across YouTube and LinkedIn right now, but we are now on Apple and Spotify. So check out your business in digital on Apple, Spotify. If you love the show, give us an amazing review. Uh, we definitely want to see our numbers grow on these platforms, but definitely hit that subscribe button on YouTube and tell people about the show if you're getting good information here all right super excited about it guys did you see did you see the new things i added <laughs> you got i got surprises for you all throughout the show yay <laughs> we too are surprised as well so it is so much fun to come on and to see us expand and our goals that we have moved forward and enacting things that we've been talking about for a year now so this is really right. exciting Exciting. Awesome. So, all right, so guys, we're going to move into hot, hot, hot topics, right? So the hot topic today, today we are talking about uh, Meta Verified. So uh, I think it's going to be a real, real interesting conversation. So Mike and I are going to have this conversation. So I know some of you have been hearing about Oh, I Did we lose her? I'm back. I, 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 <laughs> I moved too fast. I don't know what was happening there, but I was definitely. You know, the question always is, is, is it my side or is it your side? And, you, <laughs> you know, you, you, take, you, you have to pause a moment because you want to see if it's going to come back on its own. But we're saying we enter hot topics, meta verified. You know, I'm going to poke the bear before you even start, oh right? You know I'm going to poke the bear. Don't poke the bear. Don't poke the bear. Let's explain, okay. Let's explain to people what meta verified is <laughs> before you even start poking the bear, right? So this is an opportunity for you to get verified, to have a verified account on Facebook and on Instagram, right? It gives you an opportunity to kind of, you know, maybe get one of those little blue checks <laughs> and it gives your business a little bit. Well, we'll jump into what it gives your business later on, but Meta has this new program that you can pay for. So what happens is that you verify with your government ID. Uh, from that, you get proactive account protection, meaning that, you know, you can you can get them to kind of verify your account if something goes wrong, their the spam, all that stuff. They're going to take care of everything that's happening. And for some of us, we understand some of the trials and tribulations of getting uh, any type of account protection. A lot of people have lost their accounts. Uh, you get access to direct account support. So that's really huge, uh, getting access to direct um, support, getting to talk to someone. And of course, there's a cost to it, right? It's $14.99 in the US um, on um, their different prices for Android and uh, an OS, of course. Um, so that's what it's a little bit about Meta Verified. It started to happen in the US uh, last week. And then um, in some other regions, they started testing it out. And eventually it'll start rolling out. So you can definitely sign up to find out when it's going to come to your region if it's not there. So that's a little bit about Meta Verified. So, all right, Michael, go for it. <laughs> all right. Well, you, you know, I've there are a couple of things here. So we're talking verification on platforms, just, just on the whole. But to me, when I hear proactive account protection, it's the, some of these things I would have assumed as a business account, we would have access to. And now you're saying I have to pay extra for to actually get that. Sounds well, like they're fixing bad customer service by offering a product. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. So yeah, probably. I mean, you know what? I'm not here to defend Meta or at all. That's not that's not my role in this. You know what I mean? I I could care less. The reality of the situation is if you are a business that is using Facebook or Instagram for your business, why not consider this? It gives you an opportunity to step outside of the spam. It gives you an opportunity to, again, get that, get access to someone to talk to if you're already spending money on a platform, right? I mean, I know at least we spent about at least $2,000 last year, probably on Facebook uh, ads alone. Our customers spent more money on that. So I don't know. I just feel like in the big scheme of things, um, $132 a year for a little bit extra comes with some customer service and my business is there doing business. I don't know. I feel like I pay for it. Absolutely. I mean, I get, I get the, you know, it's, it's a low cost to enter to, you know, have that verification, but I guess my questions, and as we, I know there's another slide, I don't want to give away that slide as well, but I know there's some questions I guess I have around if my business, if I have a strong website presence, if I have a strong social media presence, do I even bother to go backwards now? Do I need that verification? Now that it's in the public view of paid verification, does the customer actually, like a lot of the articles we've read about it, tend to focus on, you know, what it does for the business. And, you know, we are fond of talking here on, you know, what's in it for the customer. So, you know, does the customer have the same perception I think on one article in social media today, they actually refer to it as buying that perception of, of credit worthiness, or, you know, or credibility. And it speaks, to, and that's what that blue check mark used to speak to, right? That was the core thing that if I saw an account, I can trust this account, right? So, <laughs> so where, where, where do I lie? What, what do that, I do? That was a perception, right? That, that's, you said it, that was a perception. If I saw it, people bought, already bought blue check marks. You know what I'm saying? So I, you, I was want to put all my stink faces on for you right now. <laughs> That's like, all right. I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here for it we'll because see. I'm sure <laughs> you know there are people on this side that kind of just asking blue, those questions. People were buying blue check marks anyway, so right. So if they were buying blue check marks, and if only celebra celebrities had verification, what was a lot of celebrities had verification? I mean, I'm not saying a lot of influencers didn't have verification, right? Some people built and got their own found their niche they did the work to make it happen but uh you know we're in digital marketing we know how many people bought followers right and talked about that so i think from a business standpoint right get all the we hate facebook out of your mind they're you know they're big business we're businesses and we're doing business with these businesses so verification from a government id that's something that we all know very well anywhere we go we are verified through a government id there's no difference. It's just saying, hey, we really know who this person is because they've gone through the steps of being verified. And now we can say this is Tamara Mon-Louis. This is Monoban Digital, 100%. I have customers who I have to sometimes look in their inboxes to be like, hey, don't respond to this because this is spam. We're going to be able to filter some of those people out, right? So from a customer standpoint, you're going to be able to filter people out. And then getting to talk to someone. Um, should we pay extra for that? Probably not. But getting to talk to someone is going to be a big deal if I'm running advertising, if something goes wrong with my pixel, if something goes wrong with anything, I can jump in and talk to someone because I'm paying for it. You know, we've been saying pay to play for a long time. And 
yo, that's just what it is. We are paying to play. And so where I want to go now is what's in it for the businesses, right? And how should we be thinking about this for the business? We should be thinking about it from a standpoint of credibility and trust because someone has taken that extra step to verify themselves, to give that information, right? Uh, meta support, you want that support. You're spending money on the platform. You want that support. If this platform is driving you business, there's a good reason for you to get that verification, right? You're leaning into a strategy a little bit more. Um, and then again, it comes back to that. If it's driving you revenue, these are the three reasons where I would say, yeah, it's important for Meta um, for you to pay for this. I am not saying that we're going to pay for it at Monovan Digital at this point. We have to evaluate the effectiveness of Facebook and driving us business. If it's going to drive us business, then 100%. LinkedIn is driving us business, so I'm willing to pay. LinkedIn has already, they already have Sales Navigator that you have to pay for. You pay $99 a month. I mean, so I'm okay with that. So I understand that I should get certain things when I pay uh, in this pay-to-play space. So I'm going to bring Andrea and Michelle back to the uh, back to the hot topics conversation just to see where they what they're thinking what they're feeling what do you guys think guys oh gosh more money have to spend <laughs> <laughs> that's where i went you're just you're adding another bill you're adding yes. another bill yes and, you know my, my my first concern was is it worth it and you made a point tomorrow, you spoke about how you spent about $2,000 in ads last year, and you're comparing that against the one thing. And for me, that is the type of analysis that I would want to do. If it is you're looking to pay for this, we need to act, you need to ask yourself, well, how is this going to save you, you know, versus the ad dollars that you were spending? It, you know, is it going to change your reach? So from where I sit, if somebody was trying to convince me that this needs to be spent, You'd have to show me that by paying this 132, I'm probably going to get a better reach than I was getting with my the, the ads that I was running and that it was going to bring me some additional business. I think you also spoke about if you're already if, if you're if you're already Facebook heavy in, um, in in what you do, then it might be. If not, then you have a strong website, as we spoke about last week, or you have a strong email marketing presence. Is this even worth it? You know, so for me, I would like to see what is the, the main comparison for me would be this versus the ad dollars that you usually spend. There you go. Andrea, to answer your question, reach is not on the table for this verification. You don't, you don't oh. get no increased reach. Well, well. It's about account, no, account servicing. It's about account servicing. I completely disagree. We cannot, it has, what, is your, what is your plan? Who are your people? Where are your people? And where do they sit? If your audience is in that place, then you need to be there. You're either on the shelf to be seen or you're not. And it is not whether or not it's a cost savings. It is whether or not this is going to move your business. In reality, this is maximum 49 cents a day. If we can't find a way to pay for 49 cents a day, then we need to reanalyze your entire strategy <laughs> to move business forward. I'm not saying that this is the <laughs> thing to do, but this is a business decision based upon where your client sits. This should be a non-starter conversation. If your client is there and if the strategy is correct, if your strategy is correct, you can't go in this because 
Meta says this is the right thing to do. It is a business analysis done with the people on your team that are here that you understand this is an avenue that can drive leads to my company. It will come in and from there, I will own the conversation, nurture that relationship, convert it in my website. But if that's a place that's going to bring them in, this is no different than you being on Google. This is no different from you being on any of the other sites but you have to do the work to understand where they live and if they're right for you. Michael, get out of your feelings. <laughs> oh, it's not feelings. It's, it's, I, want, I want to know what I'm being for. I'm so sorry, I, this I, is a non-starter I absolutely, I absolutely yes, agree I if, if you're paying for account protection. I, I, I absolutely agree. If I'm going to get to talk to somebody, we've had many clients where we've had to, you know, figure that out. And it's, it's you know, as I said, maybe it's just something that, it's rubbing wrong because you you're working on it for clients who have paid money in advertising so they have already paid to play right so it was just some of the things that not saying that it's not necessary not saying exactly i agree 100 percent that it needs to be your own business decision understand what it's going to do for you and what we're outlining here this morning at least what's in the public view right now is that it has nothing to do with reach it has to do with account protection it has to do with service from from meta and that's where it lies. So if you have a need there, if you find that you have a need, I would say, yes, absolutely, you know, run toward it. If not, then I'm going back to what Tamara said, you know, analyze it, and Michelle said, analyze it and see what it means for your business. Does it really move the needle in a certain and specific way? That's it. But I have to poke the bear, you know, that's my role. <laughs> because other just, people are thinking the same yeah. things. Like, and, well, I'm paying on top of paying on top of paying, right? Think it, the core is back to where we started. Analyze it. Do it for free. You've been doing it for free all this time. Don't do it. Continue doing it and see where things go. And understand the commitment. Is it a month-to-month -month thing? Do they require you to move into it for a year? Is it an annual ask? And understand what that means and what your test is going to be at the same time. Be agnostic. It's the same stuff we talked about last week. Be agnostic. Test them against somebody else. Challenge the meta people as you're going through it. It is your right to question and to make sure that we, we make sure that your business is there and that they understand that this is, for you and your business, a competitive landscape. Janet Jackson says, what have you done for me lately, right? What are you doing for me? What does this mean for me and my business? And it is your right to test and move out or sit and test and do nothing and then maybe move in. But don't just don't jump on the bandwagon because it's there. You know, you don't have to just jump in and do what's right for your business. Not the emotions. This is not an emotional decision. Tamara, this was a hot topic. This was a hot this morning. This was a hot topic. All right. We love a good hot topic. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to get into this show. So again, you know what I mean, guys? Tell people about the show. Subscribe. Don't forget. Don't forget. All right. So today we are talking about, we're moving into our segment, my favorite segment, Going Beyond the Likes. So what we're talking about today is... Seven questions you need to ask before hiring a marketing agency for SEO. Okay, so this one is huge. Last week we talked about websites and SEO is such an important part of your website process. You cannot take it for granted. Uh, but I think sometimes the problem with SEO is that people are just kind of like, I don't get it, right? What is it supposed to do? What is SEO? Why do I need SEO? Do I make up my keywords? What is SEO? 
go. <laughs> and then also, how can I tell if the marketing agency is actually doing a good job? So this week, we're really, really focused on uh, talking about SEO. So we're actually going to have this conversation today. Uh, and then the other conversation we're going to have, actually, we're bringing a, a, an amazing subject matter expert on Wednesday uh, to help answer some of these questions to uh, get you in the mindset as a small and medium business to really think about, you know, what are the things I need to know? Because we're not saying that you need to know how to do SEO, but you need to understand the value of it and you need to understand the structure of it so that you can determine, is this working for me? Is this working for my business, right? So that's what we're going to kind of go through today. And Eric Davis, uh, our amazing expert, is going to be here on Wednesday, and he's going to kind of, you know, give us some of the secrets, uh, you know, give us a look behind the curtain a little bit to to let us know more. So, guys, how are you feeling about this conversation today? I know it's kind of like uh, SEO is like, oh, uh, for some people, it's like, boo, one of my favorite topics ever. <laughs> SEO is, is like the marketers forgot you know, to do something nice with SEO. So we, we don't understand it all that well, right? <laughs> so, right but right. that it works, you know, <laughs> we've we've seen it. Yeah. Even in this show, right, Tamara? We've seen it yeah. just in the starting of the show and getting us yeah. to rank. So okay. love this conversation. I feel you geeking out. You're just so excited right now. I feel it. <laughs> Let me tell you all, listeners, if you all are listening to this, when I saw the notes for this show this morning, I was like, tomorrow we only have like 40 minutes, right? right. So she had a moment. So but I... she prepared a masterclass for everyone this morning. <laughs> it's so... a small masterclass. Masterclass. <laughs> okay. But I think it's going to be, we're going to make sure it's a like really engaging conversation. You know what? We only have like 30 minutes to have this conversation. So I'm not going to OD. I may trip a little bit, but I'm not going to OD. <laughs> All right. So, firstly, what is SEO and why do we need to know about SEO? So, um, Nia, I think you're going to have to help me out with my answers because I think you might have these bullets hidden somewhere. <laughs> Uh, so what is SEO and why do I need to know about it? What is SEO? So SEO is search engine optimization. And why do you need to know about it? You need to know about this because this can drive additional revenue to your business, right? And that's really the bottom line. It's really important for you to understand SEO because it can drive revenue to your business. And you want to understand things that can drive revenue to your business. So SEO, search engine optimization, is simply put, it's how people can find you within search engines. But I want to talk a little bit about how SEO has expanded as well, right? Because now people can find you leveraging type of leveraging, you know, Instagram, Facebook, just like search engines, we search everywhere. So search engine optimization, and it's how people find you within search engines. But it's also a behavior that we understand very well. And people are searching for us all the time. So we're always looking at those keywords. So Andrea, I'm going to kick this one over to you because you're like, all right, what is this SEO thing? And how do I need to pay for it? But we're going to answer that question later on <laughs> oh my god so here's the thing i love to and this is why i love to be on this show i get to talk from a finance person and i get to talk from a business owner perspective right and i can tell you as a finance person the finance person is going what i have to pay for what what is this exactly going to do the finance person is looking for what this is actually doing and why we should care about what it really but the best way I could this I could explain it to the finance person is I would I think about SEO as salespeople, right? Salespeople in a business 
go out there, they restate, you know, to, to get your message out there and they interact with the audience, with, with your customers, exchange information, right? So if it is they're trying to find you, they may find your salesperson first, you know, they may look for a sales rep and they come to you. So I, I the best way I could describe it, I like to think of SEO that way. SEO is like a salesperson going out there. And as, but, but the difference is, or I shouldn't say the difference, the extension is that it's now traceable, right? Because I could now see how effective SEO is. I guess we'll talk about that later on because it's something that could be measured, right? So I like this, I like this question because like I said, I get to look at it from the two sides. The, the, the CFO in me is kind of like, what exactly is this? And why exactly, you know, just, just exactly this question, why do I need to know about it? But the business owner in me is saying, well, hey, this could actually be very cost effective for me because it sounds like I don't need a physical person to go out there and do this. If I if I focus on this thing they call SEO, again, that's just my brain. Uh, if I think about this, if I if I curate this SEO properly, you know, it could bring me some return. You know, so I like I like where this this first question: What is it, and what do we need to do about it? One hundred percent. All right. So the next question we have here that you should be asking is why is SEO important for small businesses? Right. So I know as a business, you're kind of like, I have so many things happening with me right now. Why should I even focus on SEO? Um, and one of the primary reasons is because it helps to position customers who are searching for your product or service, not your brand, right? So kind of like Andrew kind of alluded to this a little bit. So people who are in Google, right? Think about yourself when you go through one of those, I need to get this thing. I need the service. I need this product. Um, <laughs> all right. So I need the service. I need this product. Um, so you want to think about that. <laughs> about that rabbit hole that they start going down, right? Think about that time that they put in that keyword and what they find is really the product or the service. And then they start to learn about the person who is uh, who is providing that product and service. So Michelle, I know you have to jump in here is because talk about that opportunity for visibility for people that you don't know is from a sales standpoint, right? You're really all nine times out of 10 times, you're connecting with people, meeting people and bringing them in, but just this opportunity for people to find you and come to you on their own <laughs> it is it is a version of a virtual version of feet on the street andrea is correct and, and part of it i'm going to come back to that other part that's not so correct but it is your opportunity to extend your business globally in many instances for your product and immediately meet the need, like Tamara said, to promote your product or service and get that out there. But actually what you're doing behind the scenes is answering their pain that they've identified. They are searching for something that comes to their brain that says, find me acne medication, just to put that out there. So th there is something underlying that you're delivering back in return to say, yes, you've knocked on my door, I'm opening it and guess what? Here's what I have to offer. And SEO allows you to do that in an extensive way as one person or three people. If you are lucky enough to have that many on your team that are reaching out, you can't get to everybody. But SEO gets you in front of everyone answering the call that they're asking you to answer. So it is really powerful and you can get in front of a lot of people. And if you have right talent like Monavan Digital, Lanya and your virtual CFO here, we help you to understand how to get to them expeditiously. 
really easily and mo most efficient and salient way. I love that. So on to the next question. So the next question is, what are the most important aspects of SEO? And as a small business owner or a medium-sized business owner, you want to think about this, right? You're getting into the search engine optimization. What are the most important aspects of it, right? Because you hear so many things. People are like in content, you need keywords. So we're going to give you that quick breakdown of the most important elements, right? So definitely jot this down. Uh, number one, keyword research. So many times we understand that there are keywords out there. And sometimes as we think we can make the keywords up, well, we can't make the keywords words up. We actually have to find those keywords that people are searching for, understand the search volume, because that's what's help, That's what helps us to optimize better to find the right people that are searching. The other thing you want to consider is the on-page optimization. So what is on-page optimization? You know, sometimes when you search in Google and you actually find the results that you're looking for, so you put in a keyword and you're like, hey, I'm looking for, um, I don't know, dresses, handbags, right? When you, when you search in Google, that search results page that shows up, you look at that and you see that bolded line and then that quick little blurb that you read to say, this is the thing that I am looking for. And then you click on that. Well, that's the on-page optimization. You actually have control over that. It's called the metadata. It's called the title tags. Those are things that you have control over so that when someone puts in that information, they see that result and they're quickly able to decide, is this the thing that I'm searching for? Does this solve my problem? Does this answer my question, right? So we have full control over that. That is on-page optimization. So two things, keyword research, on-page optimization. The other thing you want to think about is content creation, right? That's really an important aspect of SEO. Why is content creation an important aspect of SEO? Because when I search as a, as a, as a customer, if I'm searching for some information and then I find that blurb and then I click, I come to your website, what is the content talking about? Is it answering my question a little bit deeper? Is it going into the heart of what I'm looking for? Does it tell me about the product and make me really binge and deep dive into that product? Because I am a viable customer once I start searching. I'm either doing research to buy or I'm trying to find more information to make an informed decision. So once I put in that keyword, Think about your behavior all the time. This is where I love to really connect the dots because even as business owners, we are doing the other side of SEO, right? That sounded weird. We're doing the other side of SEO. <laughs> We're searching. <laughs> so think about your search behavior. The when you search today, because you're going to Google like four things, you probably did it since we've been on this <laughs> show. Put in the keywords and look at everything that shows up. When you click on that website, you want to see a result that gives you an answer. That's where content creation becomes really important, that you're creating viable content. The other thing that's really important is link building, right? This is something that people don't really talk about for SEO, but building links. Building links from other websites tells, your web, tells people that your website is an authority on whatever your subject is, whatever your topic is. Are you a subject matter expert in digital marketing? Then link building back to your website, right? So links from other websites to your website. So you want to look at links like YouTube links, 
back to your website. You want to look at links like maybe podcast links back to your website. If you have a YouTube channel, if you have a podcast, a link from Instagram back to your website is also, those are links that actually show authority because they are those big brands. So they show a lot of authority, but you can also start building a relationship with other businesses and ask them to link back to you. If you're doing a workshop, for instance, Andrew, I know you do a lot of workshops. So if you're doing a workshop, whoever you're partnering with, you want them to link back to your website and say, Hey, this is the virtual CFO with a link back to your website. Because now that person is saying, Andrea is an authority in uh, information about accounting, CFO, financial information, and I want to link back to her website. So that's such an important part of uh, SEO. The other important part of SEO is analytics, man. You know, you can't do all this work, find your keywords, do the content, optimize your page, and not look to see what is happening out there. You need to look at the data. So you need to understand what are, what what's happening right are people coming to my website what keywords are they ranking for am i seeing things move is are things moving the needle are there changes and the analytics will tell you that because there well we'll get jump into the metrics a little bit later i know i gave a lot of information there so i'm going to take a step back and answer any of your questions guys <laughs> i got excited did you see me <laughs> I try to hold back. I try to hold back. <laughs> that was a cool nerd out. <laughs> Wait till Eric gets here on Wednesday. Listen, everybody should know where to come when they need to get their SEO done, which is right here, right? That's just what it is. <laughs> What's crazy about it is that while I love it so much, <laughs> I'm good at it. <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, I, you know what? So my question is, you know, as a business owner, one thing that you said that stood out was on my website. When you talk about those title tags, and, and we've seen this. So people would put, so my businesses, I have a hardware store, and I put, you know, best hardware or best, you know, I put my slogan instead of, of a tag that's relevant at the top. So I'd love for you to continue down this part a little bit and just talk a little bit about some of the mistakes, the quick mistakes that can be corrected for any business. Oh man, that's one of our questions. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> so in the, some of the things I talked about those, so for instance, the metadata, right? You really want to, you have a certain amount of characters that you can work with uh, and you really want to give that quick 30 second elevator pitch, right? So if I'm searching for hardware stores and I search best hardware stores in where you, Canada, best hardware stores in Canada, the thing that comes up, it would be great to see, hey, we have been in Canada within the area of blah, 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 and we provide all your hardware needs for kitchen, da, 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 all the things that you're looking for within that short uh, bite-sized bit that you have. So it's your elevator pitch on Google or on Bing, wherever it is. So consider that your, I think it's, I want to say it's 348 characters. Don't quote me on that. I'll come back to you with that information. But you want to consider that your elevator pitch that happens without you, right? So it should be succinct, tight, and tell the person who's searching for you what it is they're looking for. So that's what we want to see when we pull up our SERP result, right? And a SERP is the search engine results page. Uh, so that's a little bit more technical speak, uh, but it's just that page that all the stuff shows up in. And then I also want you to think about your behavior. You click on, you probably might click on an ad, but nine times out of 10 times, you're clicking within that space that is comfortable to you, the SEO space where you want to show up, right? And we're also seeing SEO uh, with Google, with um, 
YouTube and we're seeing a lot of those things show up now. So you click in that space where you can get the information. How do I do this? Uh, that answers your question, right? So right. hopefully that answered your question. And we have a comment. I just want to throw this up really quickly. Uh, Dana, I love that you're always here supporting us. Thank you so much. Uh, the way that she finally understood SEO was when I answer the questions that people ask and then my business comes up in a space that matters to them. That is correct. I, that ooh, is my, Thank you, Dana. Dana. Thank you, Dana. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It is. What we're doing is we're answering their pain questions. We're answering their pain points and filling in the gaps for things that they are seeking without you having to verbalize it yourself. It always goes back to resolving their problem. And you have to do it in a succinct way. You're selling your business and answering their questions, the FAQs. No like trust. Right. What what, pro, what ingredients does this product have? Are you sustainable? Are you uh, black owned? Are you female owned? All of those things are are Google questions that we all do on a daily basis, and it's succinctly getting them the question answered and making sure that it, those words sit somewhere in your website to answer those questions. So answer their pain. Uh, you know, answer the, identify the pain know that you're uh, answering it, resolve that pain, and then answer the unasked questions. 100%. So, um, is how do you measure the success of your SEO campaign? So I know this has to be difficult for a business owner, right? Because <laughs> Andrea's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, how are we going to measure this stuff? Because <laughs> you're like search results and all these things, keyword, right? So, Give me okay. the number. Give me the number. So now, Andrea, as we've talked about, right, so with digital, the numbers, some of the metrics are different. And we have to start looking at those metrics and start moving, that moves us towards a sale, right? So in digital, we have, there's money in the bank that we want to see, but how, what are the steps in digital to get there? And SEO is a really big part of that. And organic traffic, right? That is what you're measuring, right? You want to use tools like Google analytics. You want to use tools like that to talk about organic traffic uh, and organic traffic. If your website, for instance, if you're looking at your website and how traffic is coming to your site, you want to understand the percentage of organic traffic versus the percentage of advertising traffic versus the percentage of traffic from whatever else you're doing, maybe referral traffic. Uh, if you see that your organic traffic percentage is increasing as you are doing SEO efforts, it means that more people are coming to your website through those keywords and you're now seeing that working for you. So important to measure organic traffic. And then the conversation you can have with your CFO is to say, hey, there's been an uptick in organic traffic. When we first started this, our organic traffic to our website was probably 1%. Uh, and now our organic traffic is uh, probably 25%. Let's just say you know, you've been running it for a year, it's increased by 25%. And then you can also say to her uh, or him that your advertising costs have gone down considerably, probably by about, let's say 10, 15%. So an increase in SEO to, from 1% to 25% over a certain amount of time gets us to decrease advertising costs. So that's the conversation that you're having with your CFO when it comes to organic traffic, right? The other thing that's important in measuring is keyword ranking. So the keyword is important. Sometimes we make up our keywords. I want us to stop doing that. I want us to go to keyword tools and find out the search engine results. How many times are people searching on that on a monthly basis? So you really understand the words that you're going after. 
are the right words. But then you want to start looking to see, am I showing up for those keywords? Where am I for those keywords? You know, when I started, was I on page 30 of Google? Was I on page 99 of Bing? And then as I'm doing my SEO efforts, am I moving? Am I now on page 10? Am I now on page, you know, five? Am I now on page one? Oh my God, I'm showing up first. I beat the competition. So you want to look to see, you want to Google yourself. You want to Bing yourself. I think, is that what they do on Bing? <laughs> I, mean, I just, you want to Bing yourself. It's just kind of weird. <laughs> the other thing you want to look at is page load speed. Now we don't connect things like page load speed to SEO, but it's important, right? I want you to think about, if you search for something and it does not pop up right away, what happens? You go to the next thing, right? You move on. So page load speed is important to SEO efforts because it's Google wants to send Google Bing, all the search engines. They want to send people. They want to send people to your website, but they want to make sure that they're getting a good experience. So experience ties into uh, SEO as well. So super important that you pay attention to that. And then you want to look at engagement metrics, right? So I know we talk about a lot of metrics, but what are engagement metrics? So if the SEO is working, I put in my key, people put in their keywords, they come to the website, then what should start, we should start seeing is we should start seeing maybe they're spending more time on your webpage. Maybe, you know, before uh, they were coming, people were coming to your website and only spending, you know, maybe 20 seconds, but you've enriched the content. It's good content. You have frequently asked questions. You have a blog post, something that takes them through answering their questions questions, then they're spending maybe two minutes on your page. So all of a sudden that engagement metric is up. They're spending more time. Maybe they're clicking on things. Maybe they're spending more time just again, engaging with your content. So you want to look at those metrics that are engagement metrics. Time on site is definitely one of them. Uh, engagement rate. It used to be bounce rate, meaning that if people came to the site, and didn't spend a long time on the site, they'd leave right away. Those numbers would really be high. But we want to have our bounce rates where people are coming to the site and spending time on site, again, reading that content. So the first metric you probably want to look at is time on site. That's going to be really important to you uh, and really important to anyone doing your SEO, right? So I know I gave a lot there. It's, so how to measure success, organic traffic, traffic keyword ranking, page load speed, engagement metrics. All right, guys. Throw it at me. <laughs> oh, no, this is great. I mean, I think from an operational standpoint, what you've shown us here is what do I need to get into as a regular flu to be looking at regularly when it comes to my website? Your website, I'm going to tie this right back to last week. Your website is not a magazine. So we're going to look at this and say, okay, I'm going to set up and look at these numbers. I'm going to continue to tweak as we go, depending on where the numbers move. An important thing that you raised, and I hope everybody caught it, is that search engines are not looking alone for the most relevant answer they're also looking for the most relevant experience right so that's what you said that there was some when we talk about page load speed things like that that they're looking at experience seo may have started may have started in that space where it's the most relevant result do you have that type of content on your website but now it's expansive and it's all about, again, it comes back to the customer experience. Is the page taking long to load? So you could have the, the perfect answer to that, to that question, to that keyword. But if it's on a site that's not loading well or other factors that impact your SEO, it's not going to work. I also thought as you were going through this from a sales perspective, when you said organic traffic and the number of visitors, is it the right visitor coming in? And are we, along with looking at that number, 
is it the right person that's my people? I say, you know, we say that often in this space, are you my people? And do we have to weed some of that out? And as we move along, lo love that volume that's coming in, but ensure that that's the right people. And as you were saying, the engagement metric, is my talk track correct? Do I need to refine that? Am I providing the right feedback to the person that's helping me to navigate through that SEO? Are we, are we having the right conversation to ensure these might be popular keywords that are coming through, but is it right for my business? And how do I manage my talk track to accommodate that, that, that client that's coming in to move them through my funnel, to move them through our relationship faster? That's part of that key as well from a sales perspective. Absolutely. So, um, in then so sometimes you know we get caught up in all the big parts of a campaign but what you called out there are the things to fix so think about seo you decide on the right keywords or you think it's the right keywords people are coming to your website there's a lot of traffic coming to your website but they're not taking the action that you thought that they would take you were like hey sign up to get my email <clears throat> so are those the right people because that's not the question that you want to ask because they're clicking and they're coming are they the right people or is it that they're not ready to commit and give me an email address? Because, you know, last week when we talked, Andre, we talked about, you know, the slow date, right? The slow burn, that slow date. Maybe they want to get some information before they connect and give me their email address, right? So this is where you get an opportunity to figure out, were they ready? Did I give them the right thing or was it the wrong audience? And you get to test that and figure that out. Once you figure that out, then you get to move forward because now once you hone in and you say, ha, huh, they weren't ready to give me their email address, but I put these frequently, these 10 frequently asked questions here in my industry that everybody, every time I talk to a customer, they ask me this question and someone wants the answer to that. So I put those 10 questions on that page and then they read and they spend for, they spend 10 minutes there and then they give me their email address. All of a sudden you understood you needed to do something different, but if they come in, you change that and they don't give you their email address after that, then maybe it's the wrong customer. Mm -hmm. so then you can start really diagnosing in those little areas what's happening and fix that because those fixes could change the game. And you could probably get, if you got 1% of those people to convert, it could be game changing for your business. It's call and response. It's call and response. You're putting something out there. You're looking for engagement. What's that online conversation? That online conversation is their next action. Are they taking action from what you're doing? And then that's that's your signal. Yes, I'm on the right track. Let me feed you a bit more. What else do you need to know to be comfortable with us so that we can move forward in this relationship and that you can click and say yes. That's what we're trying to do. Get them to do. Click and say yes. Engage further in our content. Stay longer and sit comfortably with us. And if they're not doing that, then your response wasn't the right response. They're calling. They're knocking hard. Are you responding in the right way? A hundred percent. So we have another comment from Dana. Listening to you, I feel so proud of my little website. I went from 0% organic traffic to an average of 18% organic traffic per month. And Dana, here's why I love this comment on so many levels. <laughs> you understood where you were. You understood where you grew to. And that means that you, you should 100% be proud of this uh, because you're driving people to your website. And are they, the question now is, are they taking the action that you want them to take? And if they're not, that's fine diagnose for that action. Maybe you need to put two or three more steps because 
as we talk about the journey to digital, sometimes the offline journey, when it translates to digital, is probably maybe 10 or 15 more steps than you may have anticipated, right? So those are some of the things you find out when you're doing SEO, when you're doing any part of the digital, um, any part of digital. So you really want to think those things through. So I don't want to, again, I know I can like just go off on tangents here. I'm going to bring it back home. <laughs> so uh, what are some of the common, common SEO mistakes, right? Uh, this one's funny uh, because this is where people kind of go a little bit rogue, right? They're like, I'm going to put all the keywords all the time, 100% of the time. I'm going to, every keyword is the right keyword for me. So search engines hate that, right? So you don't want to what we call keyword stuff, right? Whenever I hear keyword stuff and I think of a turkey because it's like they're stuffing and I don't know, it's like weird Thanksgiving and just kind of like overstuffing the turkey <laughs> with stuff. I guess that's good for Thanksgiving, but not good for SEO. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think right. it's funny because, you know, you don't need to. <laughs> so, hashtag vegan. Stuffing is for turkey, not for SEO. <laughs> Stuffing is for turkey, not for SEO, pretty much. So, all you were right. hungry when you did this. That's what I'm thinking. You know. <laughs> um, so, ignoring mobile optimization. I mean, I'm on the show and I still have my phone in my hand. It's like, right? So we cannot ignore mobile optimization. It's so important that we uh, have the mobile optimization. So we're thinking about our website from a mobile first standpoint, right? Neglecting the technical SEO elements, right? So the technical SEO elements are the metadata, the title tags, that same thing that shows up in the results, right? That little 30 second pitch. Uh, you want to make sure that you are, you're, you're doing that. You cannot neglect that. Uh, no page stuffing, uh, ign don't ignore mobile optimization and make sure that you have all the technical SEO elements. Uh, the other thing is not using quality backlinks. So uh, sometimes people start linking and they're not using quality backlinks. You want your black backlinks <laughs> to come from... <laughs> Not your black links. <laughs> you want your back links <laughs> to come from um, businesses that have authority. You want your backlinks to come from people that you would feel comfortable referring you, right? You, you know, just think about that offline. You know, if someone crazy were to refer you, uh, you don't want to be in a situation where that is showing up, right? You don't want somebody bad to refer you. And then you're like, hey, this is They're like, who referred me? So you want that same thing to happen. So you want to think about those partnerships. You want to think about link building uh, in a strategic way. And then the other thing is uh, one of the common other mistakes is not enough emphasis on SEO. People, I think it's so jargony and it's so technical at times. And it's so hard to wrap your mind around for some people that they just ignore SEO. And that really, that's huge. Don't ignore SEO, especially if you're already creating content, if you're already doing all the elements uh, related to marketing your business, SEO is really easy, right? A show like this, for instance, you can take this, put it in, put it into YouTube and use those keywords. Uh, also add a description that leans into that. So maybe you want to leverage your SEO just from a YouTube standpoint. You want to take your website, you want to optimize if you have three or four pages, you want to optimize it for the right keywords. You want to understand your keywords. You want to make sure that you're doing SEO. Uh, it's such an important part of your business. And in the long run, it saves you money.
I cannot say that enough. Having people come to your website uh, while they're while you're asleep at night, <laughs> it will save you money in the long run. So do your SEO. So we're going to jump in and talk a little bit about costs now, right? How much does SEO cost? You know, I'm going to be real. SEO costs a lot, right? And you have to really set expectations. SEO can cost anywhere from $1,000 to $8,000 per month. Um, but understand that that's an investment that in the long run, if you're able to advertising costs as well, right? So in the long run, if you're able to get SEO working the way it's supposed to be working by understanding some of these fundamentals, by working with the right agency, you will find that SEO will bring you in more revenue and you will be able to tone down your advertising. You'll be able to cut spending and cut costs in other places. That investment is such an important investment. And it's the right SEO analyst, the right SEO um, specialist strategist is worth every penny. Uh, sometimes we focus on the things in our businesses that we really understand, right? The design element, the this, the that, the other, the things that make us feel good because we have control over those things. Um, I'd say to you, spend less money on designing your website and spend more money on SEO. That is the investment that you want to make. Um, and point number seven, I'll come back to, to this, guys. I just want to want to get to that other point, and then we can come back and chit-chat a little bit. Um, how can you take advantage, uh, gain advantage over the competitors, right? Because that's big, right? We had a client come to us and ask just about that. How do I beat my competition <laughs> on search engine? That's an important piece. Your competition is out there. By doing all these things, that's how you beat them, by actually showing up in this space. If you're not there, you can't compete with them. Um, our customer, we were actually able to move them from probably about page 10 to get them to page one, uh, ranking at probably number four uh, with that competitor. So we were able to move the needle and actually see more organic clicks in their analytics. So when we did our performance reviews with them on a monthly basis, that's what we were able to show them. Here's how you are now ranking for these keywords. Here's how quickly this happened. It took probably about six months to get to that place, but every month we saw the needle move as to them getting closer and closer and more clicks coming to their website. So how you get to gain a competitive advantage over the competition is by actually implementing the SEO tactics and strategies that we talked about here. So I'm going to take a step back. <laughs> I know I ran through those last two. So what questions do you guys have? Yeah, well, I, I think it's more of a, a comment than a question to support what you're saying and, and what we're going with this. SEO might not be sexy, but it is one of the best investments that you will ever make in your business. It is it is the driver behind everything. It is, you know, the, the door, the, the lock. <laughs> Nobody's looking for a sexy lock, you know, or a fancy lock. You know, you're looking for these, you know, fancy lamps or whatever at the front entrance of your door, but you need that lock and you need SEO. And you're going to invest in a really good lock for your house, aren't you? why wouldn't you think about investing really well in SEO for your business? Because it's unlocking so much business for you and potential and identifying who needs to come into your business. It answers every question, the call and response, the give that, it, that you get from it is unbelievable. And it is a, an avenue that you have to consider not a cost, but an investment for your business. And if you're doing it right and, and consistently moving it forward, it does all of those things for you. So it is, I think the biggest, to add to what you're saying in the question is, is what type of engagement are you seeking as someone, Tamara, that you're working with a number of businesses on it? What do you say ask of, of your partner to make this move forward in the most efficient and, and cost-effective fashion? 
what do we ask of our customers when we're working with them on SEO? Um, because it's not a set and forget it. it it's, a, it's a constant relationship thing that we seem to be having with it. So how, how do you set that right expectation so they understand the engagement, not just the investment that's required? Yeah, 100%. A lot of times it's about content distribution, right? So we find that when customers come to us and they're already creating the content, but no one's seeing it, that content's probably stuck in a space, you know, maybe a Facebook, maybe an Instagram where it doesn't really get that longevity. And so with content distribution, right, the right content, if you're creating the right content that solves the problem, then how do we distribute that in a place that where people are searching? So how do we make sure it's showing up on Google? So is that a blog? Is that a web page? page that we're creating with, again, frequently asked questions. I've talked about that a lot. That's huge. Uh, the other thing I missed in this whole thing, it was alt tags, right? Those images, making sure you tag the images the right way. Uh, so we really engage them with what you're doing right now is putting yourself in this one space. Let's take the same content that you're creating and expand. So that's for somebody who's already doing the content creation. So it's really that as soon as we do this, we will see this happen. And we, we, we understand, we also lean into it from a standpoint of this is the keyword and they're getting 30,000 searches on a monthly basis. We need you to get 2% of that. So that's what we're working towards. So as we start moving the needle, that page, every time, every time they move up in page, right, they're like, oh, wow, oh, yeah. wow, oh, wow. So we start setting those expectations of you probably already have the content and mm -hmm. just taking that content and putting it in more places so more people who are searching while you're sleeping can yeah. find you. And, yeah. and once we set that expectation and also the expectation of the timing, right, it's a slow burn, but it is is the slow burn that I was watching this show this weekend and this this lady said slow burn so many times and now I'm like oh my goodness I said it's in your rain it's like anyway it's a slow burn and that burn start to burn it be burning it is awesome you know what one of the things I think Andrea and Tamara I think you'll agree with this too one of the lessons that I learned is when we were building the lanyard site is that if you didn't have the question to the why because your partner that's helping you to move that forward will come to you and say well what about this what about that and if you don't have a well-defined talk track or understanding what you're really trying to serve this will make you get to that space Mm -hmm. And it will, and it is in your best interest to define what that is. And you become really firm in your conviction on what you're trying to offer and who your community really is and what your end goal needs to be through accurate, good SEO strategy. It will force you into that space. So you want to rush into things, but this and great communication and having the right partner to help move you to that space will get you to that success and that payoff that your CFO is eventually going to ask you for in a time efficient way, because Michael's going to also come back to you and say, what's this garbage that's coming through on this side? This is not the right person. They don't understand what was they were going to receive. If you're doing all of these things right, you're answering the question for everybody in this room, along with the consumer that's coming to your business. 100%. Um, Andrew, I want to kick it over to you because I know I we gave the SEO costs, and I know I'm sure I was like, Ooh. <laughs> um, absolutely, the number the number was up there. But I think what I like is how you phrase it as a slow burn. Words like investment, right? It's it's if you phrase it like that, it doesn't come away as being an expense or something that you're not going to get back. 
And I think if you, as a business owner, if you start looking at it from that perspective, um, it helps to, to make the, the figure a little more digestible, right? What it would mean is that you'd have to, obviously, it's an upfront kind of financing. It's, you have to put out the money from now. But eventually, what you hope to see in the end is that they're, they're spending less in what they were traditionally doing before, which is probably boosting ads and put um, boosting our posts and posting ads. You want to eventually see that that cost come down. So I like the fact that it is an, it is an investment. I see it as an investment. Um, but of course, it has to be carefully curated, of course, with all the different things that we spoke about today, because it'll be a shame to spend that money and do it poorly. Right, because then we'll end up in a situation where, as Nisha said, Michael will be like, "What garbage is this?" Right. So, um, but it is an investment. <laughs> it is an investment, um, and I think if business owners start looking at it from that perspective, um, they could see the benefits in the long run. Um, once they're measuring the right things, of course. One hundred percent. You know. So I think you know that's the that's that's the, that's the that's the seven questions on SEO, right? So I think we we've been able to hopefully give you guys a in this segment that is called you know I finally get to pop it up. Go beyond the likes. <laughs> Today we talked a little bit, or we didn't talk a little bit. We talked a lot about seven questions to ask before hiring a marketing agency, um, and we definitely want you to consider these things as you're going through the process of doing SEO. Uh, if you're thinking about SEO for your business, if you're thinking about your marketing strategy, so this is super important here, and I'm telling you, it will be game changing for your business. So, guys, guess what? We've made it to the end of the show, but. I got a little something for you. You know what? I have something for everybody. I have something for everyone here on stage today, and I have something for everyone that's listening to us. Uh, we have an amazing, amazing online assessment that we set up where you're able to assess the effectiveness of your online presence. So here's our QR code. Uh, take your phone, click on it, zoom in, open up your camera, click on the link and take our quiz. It will walk you through a series of questions where you get to understand if your online presence is weak, strong, medium, and then we give you some tips in there. We're probably also gonna ask for your email address. This is a way that we're really looking to collect leads of really viable people. So we're putting it out there. This is how we are moving the needle forward by giving you great content and then helping you to assess the, um, the effectiveness of your online presence. So take the quiz. QR code work, guys. <laughs> Aren't you guys impressed? <laughs> I know Michael's like, yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I love it. Definitely, definitely take the quiz. Uh, we definitely want to hear from you. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. It was an awesome, awesome, awesome show. We talked about SEO uh, again on Wednesday, uh, we have Eric Davis coming. He is our SEO guru. So, you know, send us questions, you know, talk to us on the uh, Your Business and Digital page on LinkedIn. Reach out to us, ask us any questions. We are happy to have Eric answer those questions to you. I'm sure we will have a whole host of questions. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us. Guys, do not forget to connect with us on YouTube, LinkedIn. Now we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Your Business and Digital. That's where we want you to connect with us. Subscribe, get the 
information, take the information in however you want to. We actually have a video podcast on Spotify, so excited about that. But definitely connect with us on YouTube, subscribe, and hit that notification button so that you are aware when we are showing up and we're here every Wednesday and Monday and Wednesday at 7 a.m. Eastern time talking to you about your business in digital. This is where we connect the dots between sales, marketing, finance, and operations. So thank you so much for joining us. Have an amazing day, guys. Take care. Bye.